Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Welcome to another week here at the RGM Experience Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I got straight into it then, didn't I? Hey, up, I'm Carl Maloney, a guy from RGM. How are you doing, Johnny? Yeah, nice one. So last week we had the horror on the podcast. Just looking back over the guests that we've had, I'd encourage you to as well. As a listener, there's plenty going on in the archives, as we say every week, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're new to the podcast, if you're here for today's guests, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Nathan and Alice coming up from Death, Death, Death. Yeah, if you're new to the podcast, check out the archives. There's plenty going on. Plenty. I love podcasting. I've just come off recording a, a, a guest that will be announced shortly. Uh, on the RGM socials, and we, and we were talking about the, the the podcast world just seems to be taking over radio and that kind of stuff, and it's so it's such a freeing format just to have nice conversations, long form conversations where you can't really do that kind of stuff on radio. It's what people want. It's it's what people are telling us. So I love doing these things, ladies and gentlemen. I got sidetracked again there. So yeah, welcome to another edition of the RGM podcast. As I said, Nathan and Alice are coming up soon from Def Def Def. Yeah, brand new band. I, I did. We talk about it on the on the interview, and it is available as well on YouTube. So if you want to watch our little faces, the video version's always on there for all of our interviews. Um, yeah, we've got. Um, yeah, I went to see them live for the first time down at the skater park thing in Manchester. Great night. We talk about it in the interview. Uh, but you know. The story of a band, how they're cracking on and just having it. I love it. I just love all that kind of stuff. I love getting to know these new, new people, young people that are doing things their way. It's great. It's, it's love it. So yeah, looking forward to sharing this chat with you very shortly, ladies and gentlemen. But as always, we like to do a little chat. Um, yeah. Oh, I've got a message uh, coming up this week on RGM as well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Anastasia Stars from Bang Bang Romeo it's, she does solo stuff as well under the name Stars I'm doing a uh, um, me I'm on Instagram live I know um, on Wednesday at 6 o'clock uh, keep a look out on the socials uh, she's interviewing me about you know the music industry and uh, music and band support and all that kind of stuff so pop on to her socials her Instagram uh, specifically, uh, and we're going to go live on Wednesday and have a chat about six o'clock. All right, so uh, that's happening. Uh, as always on RGM, it's uh, as I record this, it's release day. Uh, so much, so much new tunes coming out. It's just hard to keep up in it, you know. Uh, if you're looking for a new band that you're looking to embrace and get involved with, look no further than RGM.press. Uh, we've got loads of new music tunes, interviews, loads of nice features this week as well. Is this the playing uh, the Ritz in Manchester tonight? Uh, as I record this, um, it's Friday as I'm recording this, uh, but that'll be out on the RGM socials very soon. We've got Dave Haslam feature. He, do, he you know, I, I love Dave. I've interviewed him a few times, and you know, legendary DJ from the Hacienda. Uh, we just brought out a feature um, from his uh, a conversation with Dan at Baskin in Stockport you're into that kind of stuff and you you want to have a nosy what's going on that's all on there and i've got right excited about this new gadget thing i've bought you know i'm trying to spice up the socials a little bit and offer something a bit different so i've got one of those new 360 camera things and i'm going to be covering a lot more live gigs just getting out about and just playing about with this thing really um and i tested it out at the uh, uh, 33 oldham street of the week i went to see the boys from the assist um, if you like the assist, uh, you know the their episode is in the archives. We have a good chat about those boys when they just brought out the new album, and I recorded a, a couple of songs in 360 degrees. So, so that's on our YouTube channel. You can watch that and move it around and zoom in, and it's like you're there. 
And it come out really well. I was pleased with it. I still need to tinker with it to make it better. You know, work in progress and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm, a, I'm just trying new stuff. I'm in an I'm experimental stage, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, loads of stuff coming up on RGM this week. Stay tuned. But as always, this podcast is about the guest. So, ladies and gentlemen, shall we crack on? Def, def, def. Nathan, Ellis. Let's do it. Hello. Hi, yeah, you're welcome, guys. You're welcome. Thanks for spending your time out on your on a on a Saturday today to uh, to crack on and talk about music and just have a laugh and a piss about. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> nice so I had my first Def 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 experience live last week in a skate park in Manchester, which which was a fun environment to be in. I can, I, can, I, I can kind of remember the night. I was a bit worse for wear. I said a quick hello to you. I can remember that little bit. Um, but yeah, that was a nice experience to see you playing in a skate park. Yeah, it was good. It was a, it was a new one for us, wasn't it? So yeah. that's the first time we've ever done it, but it's a good setup. Um, freezing and all. How do, how do you play guitar in that cold? Well, the first two songs I couldn't feel my hands, so <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I honestly don't really know. I think you just, you just pump through it, don't you, on, on whiskey and whatever else we have. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't too bad just singing, so I was all right. But I decided to not go on with that. I was like, I was laid up, and then I was like, I'll take a couple of layers off because you know, like, it's gonna get. I'm most likely to get hot when we get on stage. Yeah. And I was just freezing like the entire thing. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was good night. And um, well, you know, I will come on to like the mentality of singers and that kind of stuff and the relationships in the band because I'm fascinated with all of that and everybody's got their own story to tell, I suppose. Um, but let, let's go back a little bit. So w- where do we find you both today? Both at home, it looks like? Yeah, both at home. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm at home in Leith with my parents at the minute. I was living in Manchester, but okay. uh, with cost of living, that's absolutely shafters on it. So yeah, sure. I'm back yeah. in Leith. Ah, okay. I'm in a terrible little uh, studio flat in Salford, which I managed to like nab last minute. Yeah, I'm like because I need. I, I prefer to live in Manchester just because, like, me and Ellis both study uh, mm. at the minute. I also work. I uh, work in Manchester too, so it's just easier to yeah. to live here. Um, and this is like, yeah, it's, it's it's not the best sort of flat that I picked, but it's like <laughs> the only thing we get. I move out in like like next month, so it's not stop too long. But yeah, this is a this is home for now, Salford. So, are you are you Manchester lads anyway, or are you from different parts of the country? No, no. So we're, we're all we're all not really. There's only Jack who plays guitar. He's from Denton. He's probably the closest to oh, Manchester. Well, I'm in Denton. Denton. Hello from there. Denton. There you go. There we go. But yeah, he's 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 he'll be the closest. Um, yeah. The rest of us are spread about. So me and Nathan are originally from Lee. Yeah, uh, going towards like Wigan. Connor, who's a drummer, he's from Hindley, so a bit closer to Wigan. And then uh, Louis, the other guitarist, is from Rochdale, so oh. we're kind of all spread around. Really, we we just like we like centralising meet up in Manchester. Don't we? That's yeah. like our kind of hope that's the easiest point to meet up. Well, I, I interviewed. The, yeah. uh, I interviewed. I'm not going to say the because it's wrong every time. I interviewed Stanley's the other day from Wigan, oh, yeah. the area, um, and there's some bubbling in that area, isn't there? You know, they, the, yeah. the, the Lathams have just had another, you know, second album at number one from Wigan, and Stanley's were telling me stories about. You know, it's on a previous episode if you want to delve into the archives, guys. But the uh, Stanley's were talking about, you know, that kind of area, and there's a there's a buzz around music at the minute. Them Flachettes. Um, and just just loads going on music wise in that part of the area. It's it's fascinating how it blooms in certain areas at some point, yeah. isn't it? Especially in like your, your indie guitar scene, it's definitely yeah. a lot coming from Wigan. I think that's been for a while. Like yeah. said, even before we started playing, which is what we found out that was like four years ago today. We didn't realize it that like yeah. since we actually first started playing instruments and that. But we we remember going watching Stanleys and when they were about in Wigan, so they've been going a, a long while. It's been it's yeah. been coming a it's been a long time coming on it for yeah. anything like the Lathams and Stanleys for start. I, I remember I was chatting to someone about this the other day. Like I remember seeing like the Lathams first ever like um, sort of like single art thing. Yeah. Um, can't remember. It was like it was like a tattoo of something like that. But I just remember seeing them and being like, "All oh, right, it's another Wigan band, whatever." Because <laughs> we knew it was Stanleys, um, and you know whoever else was kicking about. Yeah. And then like next minute, you know, like the you know they're everywhere. Like they're signed to mm. signed to majors and stuff. So it's pretty crazy, but. It's not necessarily I like music, um, yeah. You know, as per se, because obviously from Lee as well, there's another one like Lottery Winners or another one, yeah. one um, sort of indie. I guess we're a bit of a harder edge to that, but I, I don't, yeah. you know, we don't mind that. I guess it's just how it 
it's how it, it's how it goes. You know, it's, if, if everyone was the same and stuff, it'd be a bit boring. Mm. No, so I think no, yeah. it's good to see that public. It's, uh, it's it's good to see bands from around here getting somewhere, though, isn't it? Like, mm. like I said, when I always find when, when I was a kid growing up, that there wasn't really much. I mean, the last thing that came from Lee that was that I can really think of properly was like the Buzzcocks, wasn't it? That was any yeah. real big, big like dig on music, but. You know, if I see bands like the Lathams and Lotchie winners and that coming from yeah. places that are familiar, it's uh, it's definitely encouraging to see. It encourages, doesn't it? It, it just it just shows yeah. like it can be done. You know, you can yeah, hundred percent. You can reach that holy grail of being able to make a career out of music, which uh, in certain stages in any band it can can be quite intimidating. You know, to mm. to, to to try and strive and get to that stage, it's uh, it, it's harder than ever for bands to. Um, to get exposure and to do uh, what they love and get paid properly for it, I suppose. Yeah, I think I think there's just there's so much so much music about now, isn't there? I think it's hard yeah. for to find. I mean, obviously, the, the, you find that your gems and that usually find the way to the top, don't they? Eventually, but yeah. it's definitely hard for to find it between everything else that's there. Um, so yeah, it is it is a strange time for music at the minute. I think the the internet's had like a big thing to do with it. It's had, it's, had it's, it's, it's got like good sides and bad sides, hasn't it? I mean, it's good that you can access like anyone's music, like you could literally upload an album today and it'd be accessible to anyone, but it's like the thing that everyone can do that and there's that much going on. It's like, how do you find music, you know what I mean, anymore? That, yeah. that you actually want to hear. It's it's a, it's a strange, th- a strange I th- impact, I think. I think this is a stat. I'm not sure if I've made it up or I've read it or dreamt it or whatever, but I think it's like 50,000 bands uploaded new tunes every week on Spotify, yeah. for example. So it's so, I mean, it's insane, isn't it? It's, it's meddling, isn't it? Just, I don't know if that's worldwide or in England. I'm not entirely yeah. sure where that stat's from, but it sounds about right. And it's such a saturated market to <laughs> to stand above everybody else. How, 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 what, what's your thoughts on, uh, on that and... Um, how the market feels for you as a up and coming band at the minute? Um, I mean, we, we we went to that uh, we went to like a what do you call it like a conference meetup thing of the day, didn't we? With oh, like yeah. a, some managers and that via via BIM, and we just had a chat with people there about yeah. you know ongoings and whatever. And I don't know, we we found we found it for a while as well in music that it seems like people don't just want music anymore; they yeah. they want like a a full personality around the music as well it's not just yeah i feel like it's a it's a very different type of music at the minute i think that that seems to be a thing that uh, a lot of people are thinking uh, i think you know we're rising of things like tiktok as well i think uh, a lot of bands make you know personality on that and that helps them a lot i think it's, mm. i mean we that, that's probably something we don't, don't do right it's that we actually don't do that but yeah um, but I, think, I don't know um, yeah that like stems from um I feel like a lot of like major labels and just anyone who's anyone at the minute, it's not even necessarily like, I mean, the word industry plant gets thrown around a lot, but it's pretty much like if a label wants, sees a band and they want to make them into something, um, it's just easier for them to just be like, right, this is what this band is. Mm. You know, like if they have a complete package to present to someone, it's less work for them to be like, you know, um, all right, we have to see this band develop and like they can go from this stage to this stage. So you've got a lot of bands that sort of pop up and they've literally got a full like outfit, they've got a full, you know, logo, merch, everything inside before they even release a single nowadays. So I think that's what people are looking for. They're looking for like the complete package where I feel like you know, those guys like definitely were we're still pretty like young and not necessarily still figuring ourselves out, like we know really what like what we sound like and what we stand for and stuff, but I guess we just don't have anything that we can like convey to people, but um yeah, that's that's that's. I think that's why we've seen so many artists just like pop up like out of nowhere. Like you know, you'll you'll ne- you'll never have heard of them, and then they'll just they'll just come into fruition because they've most likely just been molded into this thing. And it's not necessarily, it, you know, in a sense, it is like it may not be a bad thing because a lot of the, you know, it's like a lot of these members and stuff and these you know, industry plant all like these new bands or whatever. The people who've been doing music for years have had other projects and stuff. Um, but like, yeah, for, for us, we're we're pretty like intent on just sticking as we are and like you know building ourselves up so yeah but when we went to that conference it was pretty like not eye-opening but you know we sort of, sort of confirmed a couple of things that we already like assumed you know what i mean yeah you, you said you said something there about um you don't feel like you've got anything to convey at the minute what did you mean well it's like yeah yeah i, I, I probably say it's just as people we're, we're quite like 
quite private people really we don't we don't really like we, we don't we don't have like this big uh i don't i, I don't know how to describe it it's, it's not like a big personality to convey like, like, yeah, yeah we're, we're just kind of doing our own thing and we're, we're doing what we feel is genuine at the minute but i feel like when we see the bands who are who are doing well it seems that they have these personalities and it's whenever we look at people like that it just feels like that's not a personality that brings with us so it's like yeah. you know we'd we'd rather stay as something that's we feel comfortable is us than try and be something that we're not and you know get get like a a quick fix and get a if we get a label or whatever you know if we started yeah. doing something like that yeah interesting interesting so let, let's rewind a little bit so how <clears> did <throat> how did you both individually express yourself before music entered your world and that could be going back as far as you want. I'm not sure, quite sure how old you are. It could be school, college, uni, whatever. You know what? We we got onto it quite late, didn't we? Like yeah. I, we only started. I only got a bass when I was like 18, 19, and mm-hmm. that was literally to start a band. And Nathan only started singing at the same time. I mean, to be fair with Nathan, he only started singing because he couldn't play guitar. So <laughs> that's like true. Yeah, pretty much. I was trying to play it like sort of flat down, like because like yeah. I don't know, it's like literally the, the stories of me, Ellis, um, and our, one of our original guitarists, Jacob. Um, I don't even know what it was. Like, you bought a bass, he'd been playing guitar for like half a year, and I just bought a guitar, just like, just out of like pure, just let's try something different. Got, got together in like his living room. Like, Jacob started playing guitar, Ellis started playing bass, and I was just like completely clueless. And we needed someone yeah. to like sing to keep, because he was doing covers of stuff. Like, I think we did a cover of um, The Verge. Yeah, we did Sonic by The Verge. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why we just picked that song. Um, and then I just started singing, and he just just fell into that. And then so it's not been winging it ever since. So it's nothing to do with you can't be bothered to carry amps about with you. There, there is definitely that. He, uh, he, he, yeah, he, he saw the iceberg like, anyway. in it well enough. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Don't think it's so. like yeah. yeah who who think... the fuck's want to carry a drum kit about with him? For God's sake! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, if, if we, any, anything pre that though, we have. I mean, we was always into music, like, um, but pre that, it was always sport for us too. We were like big into rugby league. That's, I mean, me and Nathan knew each other from being kids because we used to play play against each other, like, locally. Like, we used to play against um, each other's teams. We were playing for like the rival teams in the town. So we like grew up. I I never really knew Nathan until I got to college and started playing a band, really. That was a weird thing. I I knew him, but I knew people that were mates, but I wasn't like, you know, we weren't like a. Good friends. Oh, that's, that's just Lee, though, isn't it? Like, Lee, yeah. the town is like, just like you said, there's not really much going on musically unless it's like a cover band or, yeah. you know, like a wedding band <clears> or whatever. So, like, you know, I, I, I enjoyed music and I definitely like, if anything, like, I always say, like, I was mad into, I mean, I'm wearing a Bad Brains t shirt now. Um, and I was mad into them when I was like, mm. I don't know, like, I think the first time I was like 13 or something on YouTube. And I just, because at the time, the friends who I was with, I was too scared to sort of be like, oh, yeah, I'm listening to punk music because, you know, I'd get called like a mosher or like an emo or something, do you know yeah. what I mean? So I think that's the sort of town it is. You get bred to be like, you know, to yeah. oh, you must, you have to enjoy sports. Something like that. I still love rugby and like, I love playing it and that. Like, I don't, don't get me wrong, but like, you know, if, if you would have t- like told like 13 year old like me, like, you know, you're going to be in like a punk or post punk man when you're older, I'd have been like, yeah, that's <laughs> not that happening, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you, so you played against each other in rival teams? Yeah, yeah, yeah from being young, yeah. Who, who had the better of each other in, in them days? To be fair, it was us. I, mean, I, I, I used to play for Lee East and Nathan played for Lee Minors and at our age, we was, I think East always had a... Had one yeah, point, East always batter us. You never yeah. played though, so I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> he, say, he says it. <laughs> uh, oh, brilliant. I love love, love, love kind of stories. So like, so you, you mentioned like the birth of the band and, and bands always say this in interviews as well. They always say, oh, we just kind of like, uh, what, uh, like I knew a kid who played bass and I knew this kid, I knew this kid and we just ended and, and then we just started a band. But it, there's more to it than that and there's always a little story with it. So I like delving into that particular thing a little bit. So just describe us uh, in a little bit more detail um, actually uh, how, how it all came together. Um, do you want me to meet? Uh, well, yeah, basically, when we first started, like, like I said, it's me, Ellis, the original guitarist, and our drummer, Connor, was like a friend of a friend, because we literally were like, we didn't have a drummer. We did our first yeah. gig at um, Jacob, who was our original guitarist, his mum's 50th birthday party, mm, and it yeah. was like, Ellis playing bass, me playing guitar, and sorry, <laughs> Jacob playing guitar, me singing, 
um, no drummer or anything. We were just doing covers and just yeah. trying to have a go at it. And then it was like, right, we need a drummer. So we found Connor. Um, and then pretty much because we weren't How, how did you just find somebody though? Because fi- fi- finding drummers, I've, I've been in bands yeah. and, and our yeah, band it, it, went it through about weird. seven of them drummers and you know it, it's hard work and it how, how do you go about finding new members and the, the right people as well so so it, it was it was a, a girl that we knew it was connor's ex-girlfriend okay um, yeah, so like, we yeah. so we 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 just said that in passing like, oh we're looking for a drummer she was like oh if you want a last mate boyfriend we was just like oh, all right so when when she said that we didn't think anything of it thinking like oh yeah you know who, <laughs> like who's who's really got turn up for like you know their ex's mate or whatever so we turned up to all courts in Wigan and he just turned up like this big, long, yeah. gangly <laughs> streak of pace. Right? And, and he's he was like, like he was like, for years, and he, yeah. so, like, he was so he, yeah. Like, yeah. When he turned up, he was like, mind-blowingly good when we'd seen him. So we, after that first rehearsal, we was like, well, we best start looking for a drummer because he's not got hang about because we were like, yeah. we were shocking at time and he was like far superior and mm. he stuck about, luckily. Um, God bless him. Yeah, maybe I'm trying choice, to delve, yeah. maybe I'm trying to delve into this a little bit too much. You know, it, you know, um, it, it, you know, I, I just I'm just going back to when I started in a band. We were all friends from school, and it just kind of just happened. You just find yourself in a rehearsal room, or you, you know, somebody hears that you play guitar and they say, "Oh, can you play this gig or whatever?" It can kind of just organically just happen as well, can't it? Without too much thought. Guitar, yeah, it, it was it was weird, really. Guitar's been the one where we've always like not been able to nail it down. Like mm. we've had, I'm not sure, is it five, five or six different guitarists really? It's been quite a few anyway, because we like, like I said before, before um, pandemic, you know, not like, I don't want to mention it too, but before that we were called a different name. Uh, we had complete different members and that just completely, that just shifted our sound. Like we weren't even the same band after that. Um, and that's really like we said we've been going for about like four years or something when the yeah. band officially first started but really with the current lineup we have with our two guitarists Jack and Louie now it's only been like what like year and a half two years yeah. and back to working on this sound so it's like it is weird we've had a, a weird sort of trajectory so far like it's, it's sort of been it was all stunted and then it's just turned into something completely different now yeah well the, the, um, the I always find it interesting just how uh, how these stories develop and how relationships form. Why do you think it was that, you know, you've been through five different guitarists? Why, why do you think a few of them fell by the wayside? I think it was, the, the, we, to be fair, for a long time, I think we didn't really know what we wanted to sound like. Yeah. Um, we, we had an idea, like, I think a bit, we, we started getting into, especially over lockdown, we started getting more into like shoegaze music and, okay. and um, some of like your heavier like shoegaze influence stuff like Deftones and stuff like that, and mm. uh, that 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 was introduced to us by one of our other guitarists actually, that, like Deftones and that weirdly. Yeah. Um, and we just really took to that sound, so we was we was trying to find someone who who could produce that sound that we had in our head, and I think it's it's a it's I think it's it's hard enough finding guitarists now anyway, but for finding someone who's like you know who's particularly good with things like pedals and that, it's it's an even rarer commodity in it. Yeah, um, so finding the right pedals too. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's, and I think again, it was it was finding. It, it just seemed like we people that we came across were either either they weren't particularly what we were looking for in terms of playing, or it was struggling to find time, or mm. um, you know they they were going into a career and we were. I mean, because a lot of the thing we've done is like avoided career based stuff to really focus on this. Yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously, people have different trajectories in life, don't they? And some people take on careers, and you know, it's it is what it is. It's, it's just so part hard to find it. somebody. It's so hard to find somebody <coughs> externally who's going to be as as passionate as what you are about what. Yeah, what exactly. Being, yeah, it's um, it's just one of them things. And like I said, people go down different paths in life, don't they? And uh, it's no issue with that. But I mean, we were lucky for the stumble across um, Jack and Louis. We have now by the. Like they're they're the longest guitarists we've had, I think, so far, and they're uh, pretty special both of them. So we feel very lucky for having with us anyway. Yeah, class. Yeah, got got dynamic. Like they yeah. were, just were, I think they well they played in a couple bands together anyway, um, and they just yeah. I feel like now it's like is the unit that we have at the, the, the moment. It feels like you know it's I can't really see it breaking anytime soon. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. we are for for a long like while we were used to like member changes and. 
and you know, sort of dealing with right, we're gonna have to reinvent ourselves a little bit. But now it seems like we're really we're all pushing towards the same thing. Mm-hmm. We've got big, big plans for like this year and next year. Um, so at least for the foreseeable, you know, it's, it's going to remain as this like sort of five piece unit. So nice. you know, it should be good. What were your band called before Def Def Def? Uh, yeah, we were called yeah, Salt. Yeah, Salt. <laughs> we were. We we had to change though. We we had a. We, well, we nearly had a lawsuit against us from a French band called Salt. Oh right, okay, fair enough. Uh, so I mean, in in that time, we it wasn't it wasn't even that big. Like, I mean, obviously, it's good. We we got played on introducing in Manchester, yeah. and and then after that, we uh, you know what the, the first time we played under like Death 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 properly it was with um, Brian Spink put us on it, oh, Salty oh. Dog in yeah. um, Northwich, I think it were, um, and we just got an email the day before from this this band's manager and said like we've we've legally copyrighted the name yeah. so if you play under it like you're going to be sued basically right. so we were like turning up to this next day like shit like we don't have a name or anything like what's going on so we were just throwing names around on the night like the name Def 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 doesn't really have a meaning does it like yeah. it was just we were just throwing names around and that just stuck we was like right we'll play with it and for a while we hated it and then it just kind of grew people were like I think the thing that triggered it is we were telling people like the new name and it was like confused and like, like you know, what, like, what's that? Like it's, yeah. it's just a weird name I think that sticks out. So we was like, well, there's obviously something to it. If people are a bit like surprised by it and like, yeah, you know, I think, I think a lot of people thought it was death, didn't it? Like as in dying death like, <laughs> when we first said it. So he was like, fair enough. So like this a grind called metal band or something like <laughs> hardcore. Oh. Well, you, you mentioned yeah. Brian Spink there, um, recently passed away. Bless him. Yeah. Um, what, what, yeah, a, what, what a massive loss to the industry in this area, that guy. Yeah, he was huge. Um, he was very supportive of us yeah. from the start when he, um, he used to like, come into Manchester and watch us. Mm. Never, never, like you never met like a band like in in like in Manchester or whatever locally. You went heard him and said, "Oh yeah, he like come to he came came to all our shows and yeah. you know he films everyone." So like when I think when we read that news, we were literally like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, like, yeah it was good. There's been like a few people who's like recently, like um, uh, was it John Hall who died? Wasn't yeah. it recently? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, too was that like, last year? Was it the year before? Yeah. Um, mm. and it's just like these people are just massive bastions of like. Independent music, it's just, it's it's horrible. But like you know, the things that they did for a lot of bands today is is you know it's it's, it's beyond words, isn't it? Because like yeah, just gonna gigs all the time, buy merch. They'll always buy t-shirts. He's here. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Scene, don't they? And just support because that's the, that's the main way you can support a band these days is buy a, buy a t-shirt from him if they're selling one. Because because mm. you know what 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 I think I'm I think I'm gonna come up with another Spotify uh, stat that I might have uh, made up or just. You know, heard somewhere on the, on the grapevine where is it like twenty thousand streams is not even anywhere near a t-shirt or something like that. You know, the, the, the amount. Oh yeah, of, it's, it's like uh, next to nothing. Mate, yeah. it's, I tell you, it's a pain in half get all the money anyway. Like, yeah, we we we've been waiting for because I'm pretty sure from PRS apply for yeah. to get your royalties. We've been waiting for money off them for God, it must be a year now. Yeah, and you're pretty sure you're going to get paid quarterly. And we emailed them and said like, you know, what's going on and. They said, "Oh no, you like your money's due. We just we just not give it yet." It's like, you know, how long have we got wait to you? It's there's, yeah. there's so many barriers to, particularly around money in the music industry. It's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? It's it's, it's, hard, it. it's hard enough as it is. You know, like uh, I, I don't know how you find it with like promoters and that kind of stuff. I, I make a point to 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 pay the bands that I've played at our jam gigs on that night, I just do it through PayPal, gives you an email address and it's done because I know how tough it is for particularly these bigger companies and all, but I know from experience from working with bigger companies, they're the fuckers that are hardest to get the money from as well. It's Yeah. It, it, That's why the big companies aren't, they don't like giving yeah. it back. Bastards. Yeah, definitely. They're, uh, they, 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 they always find a way for it to take a bit off and all, don't they? Like, they, they do yeah. like doing that. Yeah. I mean, so we, we, we've, heard, we've heard our stories of bands with all that have obviously been shafted by. We, we've never really been that bad. We've always ended up getting the money, like, eventually, but we've heard definitely there has been some horror stories of people just not getting paid. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're not, we're not, we don't allow it, really. So, <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, like, we don't allow it. It's like, you know, <laughs> give us the money now, like, it's got full me yeah. clear. Like, <laughs> Well, you've got you've got to look after yourselves, haven't you? You know the the, the music industry is the hardest industry in the world. It's you've got to stand <clears> up for yourself and and yeah. And you, know, you mentioned earlier about like <clears throat> finding it difficult to have a personality and stuff. But you've, uh, I, I mean, like not between you as people. I mean, like visually on TikTok and that kind of stuff. 
Um, mm. But behind the scenes, you've got to all stick together and just fight for what's yours, don't you? As well as, you know, fight for your place at a festival or fight for your place at uh, a certain gig that you see coming up or just fight for fans. Just you, you, yeah. You're always fighting for something, aren't you? It's so difficult. Yeah, that's a, that's, that, that's a big thing that we've spoke about between ourselves is that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a very cutthroat industry, obviously, yeah. you know that, and very doggy dog in it. Um, but the, like one thing we aren't going to do in this is, be shafted by people like we're yeah. definitely going to stand up for ourselves type of thing that's what we pride ourselves on is yeah. not taking shit from people basically yeah I like it like it and where do you where where would you say Def 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 sits within the industry right now I won't I won't even know that that that's the thing that <laughs> that that's one of the things we were trying to chat about um, when we said we went to that like convention thing and mm. I don't know it's it, we're, we're in a strange place we're, we're in a space where it's like we we're probably at a space now where we could do with some industry backing, really. Mm. Um, but in, in what I don't way, know. In, in I, what think, way? I think I think yeah. I think I think like a book. We're, well, we're we're looking for probably you know some. I don't I don't even know because we we do all right on our own in terms of like managing our own. Yeah. You know, like admin type of stuff, but you know, just just someone for do a bit of legwork type of thing. Yeah. Um, and for just put us in these in these right corridors and show us to the right people type of thing because you know there's there's that, there's that much going on now I think not even just us there's bands in Manchester that are great bands that just seem for getting lost within this like wash of just everything else that's going on there's, like, there's that much going on uh, so we just need someone that like shine a light on us really I think that's what we're looking for yeah, I, I think like um, I think um, every time we speak to people they're like, they're like, oh, because we do have, like, we're literally completely independent at the moment. Like, we yeah. don't have a label manager, like, any agents or anything. Like, people are like, oh, you know, use your, man- use your man- management. Can I speak to them? Or, like, you know, what what record label are you signed to them? Like, we just we just do everything ourselves. Like, we're literally planning, we're planning tours for, like, next year. We're planning a big project for, like, the summer and stuff. And it's all, we all just fit it around our own schedule. People seem shocked that, that you know, there's no, like, sort of structure in place like you know that 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 there would be for like maybe you know a band that is like signed or managed or whatever they have multiple different people managing things um so i think like right now we i don't really know like we keep we keep hearing our name mentioned and people are like oh you know i've heard the band name and stuff but really like we just sort of keep our heads down and just carry on going like gonna do what we want to do um, and you know people like it enjoy it but I, where we stand in the industry I guess I guess you know well what do you know because I, I, I'm not sure <laughs> well you know you, you've just got to crack on it worked for the ratings and I know they did have it, a, did it, go off then? It, it went a bit robotic but it's fine oh, it's you're going all slow, right? Pe- people are used to it <laughs> Zoom um, but it, uh, it, it worked for <laughs> it worked for the ratings I know that they have yeah. they have had support. They have they say they've done it all on their own, but they have had they have worked with companies and that have mm. helped them and build until they are independent now uh, and doing it all. But um, it, it it can work. You know, you can you can do it yeah. on your own. You don't need all these people. You do need luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I, th- I think I think that's it. I think it's you're probably looking for a bit of luck, aren't you? And yeah. um, like I said, we are we aren't like absolutely desperate for things like management and that. Uh, it'd obviously just be a bit of an help on it like that'd be a, a nice little kick up at the minute because um, it, it, it don't know it just it's like like Nathan was saying it's a lot of people seem shocked at the minute that we don't have stuff behind us so I mean that that that's probably a good sign isn't it people mm-hmm. think that we're obviously doing something right if people think we have a team behind us at the minute so maybe, maybe it's not as bad as as it seems but yeah. You're, in your, you're in your own bubble. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm seeing your band all over. Uh, I wanted to come and see you live, so I bought a ticket and went to see you live. Um, you know, you, you, you're in people's thoughts. And the first time I heard mm. your name, I were interviewing um, Loose Articles. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, is it Natalie Hunt? Yeah, Natalie. Lost me train of thought there. Uh, yeah, she, she, I think she'd just been out on the piss with you. Uh, recently, oh, yeah, and, she was still, and she was still recovering <laughs> when, we, when we were interviewing. Yeah. So, so that was the first time I heard your name. So, people are talking about you, and, and loose articles are just yeah. amazing, aren't they? <clears throat> oh yeah, they're they're smashing it now. I mean, they go to Texas or London, loose articles. Yeah, yeah. South yeah. by Southwest, that's yeah. bad. So it's it, 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 you know, don't feel too down about it, lads. You you it, you seem to be on the right path 
from what I can see. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, look, we aren't we aren't like annoyed with where we are. You know, we are yeah. quite happy with where we are. I think it's just a thing of. I feel. I feel like with us. I mean, a lot of people are like this. They don't like sitting and you know, looking what's yeah. what's been succeeded already. Just looking at what's next type of thing. And how, how can you push yourself on type? Yeah. Type thing, and it's just constantly looking for it to improve. I'd probably say. Well, that that's what that's what's <clears> going to be the next question that I had really is what do you feel you need to do next to to get to the next stage? Um, and and you, you don't necessarily need a manager. It, you know, having a manager's nice for the CV, I suppose. But yeah, um, you know, you, you don't need a manager. Um, mm. Is is there anything? Is there is, is there something that you're looking at that you should? I just want that. I, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. What, <laughs> I, I, I see that that's the thing. It's like we, we'd be looking for, hopefully, for maybe, maybe something like a tour support, you know, yeah. for a, a band would be nice. That'd be something we, because we've never really, I mean, we've played up and down the country, like played in Europe before, but yeah. we've never like done a big, you know, like set run of dates. Mm. Um, and I think, I think that'd be a good experience for us anyway, for getting to that like touring type of field. Well, that that'll be good to find out if you if you can really stick together as well by living yeah, yeah exactly sleeping literally next to each other on a floor or in a van and yeah, that, yeah. Kind of, that that'll be a good um it, it, it it'll be an eye opener I reckon because when, when yeah, I speak to bands that have just been on tour or they're just about to go on tour again or whatever um that's where the mayhem happens isn't it that's where you get a bit get, yeah. get a bit giddy and start um that's you know, right carrying your guitars all around the UK and Britain or Europe, wherever you are. And, you know, all the fun's there, the world's ahead of you and you're, and you're raring to go. It must be, it must be exciting to know that that's not too far of a reach though. It doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like it's, it's definitely, it's obviously something we've wanted since we've yeah. started being a band. Like that's kind of the aim is for constantly be, be playing and doing stuff like that and yeah. hopefully make a living out of it. Um, so well, like, like, like you said, the prospect is close. There's what little um, we've had like small sort of like experiences, especially when we've gone to like the Netherlands. Like we've yeah. done like big massive things there, where it's been like you know sort of like ten days, and we've done shows and yeah. got recordings and, and stuff like that. So we've had like small experiences of it, but like how did that happen? Uh, what's that? How did that happen? In, in uh, well, well, the first time around, it was we knew it, we was working with a small label a while ago, it disbanded. Um, you know, less said said the better on that one, but it was uh, yeah. it was a good opportunity at the time. Um, and basically, like I think we just like someone had an email somewhere, and we just got submitted that like, they submitted a big list of the artists on the label, um, and we just got chosen to go over to play Left of the Dial in Rotterdam. Mm. And off the back of that, we booked an Amsterdam show. Uh, we actually sold that that show out. We sold the headline mm. in Amsterdam out, which is good for like we were all like Jesus Christ, like what's going on here? And then we went over to Rotterdam. Um, and people were like loving us over there because we seem to have a decent listener base, and yeah. I think they just like they like English bands anyway, or, or like bands from outside of uh, um, sort of like mainland Europe and stuff. You know what I mean? So like you know your Irish and and, and sort of UK bands and stuff. Um, and then yeah, off the back of that, we just built um, some contacts with a girl we know called Kirsten, a band mm-hmm. called Shameless, um, mm-hmm. who were like proper nice lads and that. So we ended up going over again like the year after, which was like last year. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just all I don't know. We just all built up a, a few some some contacts there, and yeah. ended up doing like a little tour of like Utrecht, Rotterdam, Amsterdam, um, and then we ended up staying in like a small little studio, like in the middle of nowhere, like right on the border of the Netherlands and Germany. Um, and that was um, that was where we recorded our recent live EP. Um, we just literally sat down for like it was like four four maybe even five days. Can't remember how long we were there for, and just like just got a lot of songs written. Um, jammed them out, got them recorded and stuff, and we were just like, it was just sick. It was a, it was a mad experience to, to, to sort of like, you know, like I was sort of thinking at the time, like you know, I, I would have never thought of being able to experience something like this. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's how that came about. But it was, it was insane. Well, I've got to ask you, Nathan. I'm a bit, a bit of one of those nosy bastards, you know. What, what, <laughs> what are you comfortable uh, saying about what happened with that record label? I mean, yeah, it's not like. Yeah it's, 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 yeah, it's it's not that bad, is it? It's nice. They were called. Um, I mean, I may, I may as well talk about it. They were called like disobedient records. I'm not sure if you saw them about a while ago because they were. I I do. I am aware of. Uh, I am aware of them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Were you aware of like, how the, like, what the situation unfolded it, it towards the end? Or? No, I saw it, it, uh, somebody else started to look after it and then it disappeared. Mm. Yeah, it was, I mean, you know, I, it was, I don't know, I guess I guess the, the, short, the short, you know, summary of it is like they ran out of money pretty much, like, right. or like, you know, they couldn't support it financially. He was running it. He was doing too much, wasn't he? He had like, yeah. When it first started off, we were excited by it because it was there maybe us and a few other bands, and then I think by the time it disbanded, it was like there were like twenty odd bands on it, yeah. and he had, he had about like we we knew people who he told that he was signing on, um, and then when it disbanded, like we said that like, we I remember Pincher actually with Jufford signing on a band from Manchester class band, um, and Pinchard. we got told it had disbanded, and we got in touch with Pincher and said, oh, have you heard about disobedient? And he was like, oh, yeah, we're signing the contract today for, for <laughs> Jump On It. And he, he was like, he was like, no, it's it's not a thing anymore. Like, uh, So he was, like I said, he he was running it all himself. And to be fair, whilst he was doing it, like, you know, fair play to him, he was grafting hard and that, but mm. he just ran himself well too thin. He was running they, it. They um, had a bit of a PR arm and they used to send us music all the time. Yeah. Uh, and submit music onto the magazine. And <clears throat> at RGM, we've got a bit of a page structure thing. There's free option, obviously, for everybody that, you know, if you can't afford it or whatever. Uh, yeah. And they did they did pay for a couple of, like, uh, interviews and all that kind of stuff that, that went on there. So it, it kind of like, I had this relationship with them and then it just disappeared. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that was kind of the same with us. Like, we were, we were going on it and it was doing well. I mean, we chatted between us and said, like, oh. it's a bit strange. You know, we sang a lot of bands and then, Literally one day, no warning. We just got an email saying, "Oh, your contract's terminated and it's yeah. finished." Like, so he was like, "All right, nice one, man." Just been left in, left yeah. with nothing here. But um, I mean, we had a, we had a few issues after with songs that were released on that label that like disappeared off Spotify. Still got one now that ain't got back on. Oh. Um, things about with Bandcamp. I mean, I, I'm not sure if we actually sold anything through Bandcamp, but there was a few issues with that. Like, with mm. we weren't really sure where the money was going and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean it was a while ago, wasn't it? I mean, so we've yeah. we've kind of cleared all all links that we had with them have have gone now. We've sorted everything out. But uh, that I mean that's something that's going to be coming a bit later this year. Where one of our songs, City Song, uh, got taken off Spotify because I think he deleted the distribution account that it was released on. Mm. Um, so I mean, we're going to be re-releasing that. I think we might look again like remixed, mm. and we have a, a B side ready for go with that that we recorded a bit ago. So. That'll be coming out probably like early summertime, won't it? Well, it's it's Just all it's all part of the story of a band, isn't it? You know, negotiating your way through these pitfalls that happen. Uh, yeah, you it's... won't be on your own. There's thousands of those bastards out there. That well, know, that's make, that, that, that's the thing. We, we got off we, we got off quite lightly with it. Yeah. Um, there was other people signed on the on the label and did release on the label. Yeah. That when he deleted that distribution thing, they lost like whole discographies on Spotify. Like everything just went. Um, so we we got off quite lightly with it, really. Yeah, I, I was um, going to I was going to ask you because at, at RGM we we don't shy away from the to, to stay alive as a magazine. We we've got costs, and just to just so people are aware of it, the server just to host the online magazine has gone up a lot from like hundred quid mm. to nearly three hundred quid a month just to keep it alive. That kind of stuff, just just so people are aware of you know the cost of these things. And, and I, did, I did see a, a cheeky tweet. From Def 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 once saying, "Oh, those bastards! They they charge you for everything." So I just thought I'd, yeah. I'd say hello. Here we are. No, but I, I, I wanted to. <laughs> I, I, I I like having conversations about that because it because it's fine. You know, it is what it is. You know, we charge for stuff. We do have a free option that you know mm. that people can can take advantage of and do what they want. Uh, and we encourage everybody to from wherever you are in the world to contact us on RGM because we're because we're doing loads of we're bringing out like five or six different things every day which is keeping me insane really with all that you yeah. know just keeping everything rolling all the time but um you know it, i wanted to bring it up and just have a chat with you about it because as a band you know there's probably not a lot of money flying around what what is your thoughts and be honest about it as well I, you know i don't give a shit mm. uh, what is your thoughts on on you know having to pay for things like press these days it's not just RGM, like yeah. Like, yeah, I think it was a general thing. Any, yeah. any, any like magazine, like half of like just half of the reviews you see nowadays 
I like because obviously we've done the thing mostly like through disobedience where we have PR paid for. Yeah. Um, and it's like you know they literally that you can just, just recognize it a mile away. It's like oh you know this is the new single and they'll use like two sort of like descript like descriptive words about it. Yeah. And then like oh here's how, here's how you can stream it. Um, oh, so yeah, it's probably me tweeting that about RGM, but like yeah, at the time. I'll, you know, it it's was fine, what, it was, what it was, wasn't it? Like, it's, it's not, it ju- it's not just you. A lot of coverage. You know, it was yeah. like... I, I wanted to cover it because it, it, it's <laughs> not, ju- it's not just you. I like raising awareness so, and having conversation, just honest conversations about it. Because yeah, because yeah. when it just happens on Twitter, I think you know you don't, you can't have conversations on Twitter. It just looks like people are shouting at each other when. Yeah, that's it. It's, 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 it's taken out of context. Kind of yeah. I think we were like, just like an independent it. band looking for coverage, and it was like, yeah, like, fucking, you know, why do we have to pay and stuff? But like. Yeah, I yeah, think I, yeah, I think I think that was it at that point. I mean, even still now, it's like it's a struggle to get coverage, and it's like and I still I still think it is but bollocks to a sense where like a lot of independent bands like do you know what I mean? If a band's good enough, you should be able to cover them. And I understand it's not exactly a lot of money. Yeah, you know, it's not it's not exactly worth the money and stuff. But it's like do you know what I mean? Like I feel like it's hard enough for like bands to get recognised. So to like to a sense, it's like if a band is 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 you know if you find a band decent or you know you think though even if they're not like the most popular band if you think that music's good you know you should be able to review it but i don't know maybe our music was shy i'm not too sure yeah i get it when when you pay if you pay for a review there's a lot of people out there that just think you shouldn't pay for reviews because it's going to come out biased at rgm we've got guidance on what we what we need our writers to be we need them not to be biased we need them to be honest we need them to tell them the truth and and i would say a lot of the time, more 60, 70% bands that do pay for uh, reviews and that kind of stuff don't like the reviews because they don't like what they hear back. And yeah. on our submission form, we do say we're going to be honest with you. If it's paid, if it's free, you're going to get the exact same treatment. Because we, we, you've, you've got to point that out because from the outside, if you, um, if somebody says, oh, well, you pay for that review, <laughs> it's, it's going to be great. But that that's that's not right either. Uh, and if you and if you do pay for stuff and it's crap, like you know you, the experience that you've had, it's just a few lines about your signal or whatever, and that anybody could write. There's no insight to it and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's, that's no good yeah, either. So, worth it. so we, yeah, I think I think I think I think that was like the main thing that yeah. we because you see them all the time. It's like, and it's a shame really because you'll see bands like, oh, we've, we've had a review from like well, this big magazine, and you go on and it's literally just like this song came out on such a date. The band members are the the is how you stream it, and it's like, yeah, is, right. is that it? Because I think e- even from a reader, not even from like a somebody's yeah. in a band, you, you want to, you know what I mean? Yeah, you you want you want to know what's like what their opinion is on it. Like, I I always, I always say to our to our readers, don't read the EPK because all it's going to have on it is but bands yeah. just put the same stuff on it. It's going to be band members, what gigs you've got coming up, and a bio, biography that they've wrote. Probably three years ago, that's out of date anyway. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so that's right. it. And it's, so it's, I just tell them not to touch yeah. any of that because because nobody wants to read a PR statement anyway. Because it's boring. yeah, that's exactly that's what I mean. It's like, but you see a lot, a lot, a lot of especially like bigger, like big magazines and that. Like, you see like NME and that, and they, mm. it's like the you know, oh yeah, they're meant to be like you know the 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 hotbed of like yeah. musical opinion, aren't they? Like yeah. the NME, they've been for years, and you just see them pumping out just shit, and it's like. <laughs> What, like, what is this? Because you're not even saying anything, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's a shame, really. Yeah, well, good good chat, lads. I, I, I like to talk, talk about that kind of stuff, because particularly, you know... Um, because we, we, we get a little bit of stick for it and I, I try and reply and just, you know, have conversations on Twitter. It never works out. No. Uh, it's just fucking that's, that's, that's just saying so I just like talking, I just like talking about it with bands and just being honest about yeah. it. Cause, yeah. And, and yeah, that 100 quid for this interview would be nice later on, lads. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. So uh, what, what would you say about your music? Um, uh, what, what are you trying to say with your music as Def Def Def? Talk us about the tunes. Go on, Nathan. Um, uh, yeah, it's it is varied in terms of like lyrics and what we're trying to say. I guess. Yeah. Um, I think like like I say we we're writing at the minute for like a bigger project, which is sort of thematically. Um, I've been trying to approach it really like with like a lot of related relatability. Yeah. Um, just by like being, especially with us sort of being like young adults now, sort of growing up into us, you know, coming from. You know, being sort of like young teenagers, teenagers carefree to now having like responsibility and, you know, things like, you know what I mean? Life does like get quite 
overwhelming at this period of time where I think a lot of us are at the minute, especially trying to trying to make it as a band and also, you know, worrying about the fact that, you know, the future is still a thing you have to you have to look out for. You know, you need a job, you need money, yeah. um, you need some some sort of stability somewhere and able to fund the band. Um, so that's really what we've been writing about at the, at the minute. But I feel like yeah, like maybe we're not we're not we're not out there to make like a massive like political stance or anything. Do you know what I mean? Like how a couple of bands might be. How we probably 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 were when we first started was very like political. Um, took a lot of inspiration from you know, the likes of like idols and stuff, and being really opinionated like sleeper yeah. mods and stuff. But I feel like I feel like there is definitely themes of that in some of our songs. Um, it just isn't as point blank. I sort of try and convey it in the sense of like the lyrics that are right can be interpreted in multiple like interpreted in multiple ways. Um, and, and and that's sort of what what, what we want to do. We want to make it like accessible to people, but it also still has like undertones of, you know, we speak a lot about. Um, I, I guess like you know, city song is about how about Manchester as a city, or just general cities are being mm. neglected and yeah. and you know gen, uh, gentrification and um, and and you know sort of like I guess I've been writing lyrics recently, obviously about how what, lots of poverty due to you know things like cost of living and greediness from. Uh, the upper classes, but you know, it's the music. Um, I think we like to let the music do the talking, the lyrics. You can interpret, you can like, you know, you can interpret yourself. No, I like that, mate, and I'm I'm excited to hear about this project. I'm not going to ask because I know you're not going to be able to tell me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah, okay. we, <laughs> yeah, dead end. Buying, dead end. Yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> I tried a little tech tactic then, just see if you'd open up. But yeah, I got the stone. <laughs> Good work there, mate. Yeah, so it's a, loads of projects coming up this year. Um, you know, when, when you, you played with Death Valley Girls the other day. That would that would just like yeah. Uh, that must just be amazing to play with this band from LA that's playing in a fucking skateboard under Mancunian Way overnight. That would oh, be, yeah. that's a bit surreal, anyway, isn't it? But um, what other fun bands have you played with and supported? Um, and just played with that you might want to give a shout out so people watching this can invest in other music as well as as well as yourselves i mean on on the tuesday after that was it was it tuesday we played it yes right uh with a band called no age who's from LA <laughs> as well um i mean they've been going for years they're like skater yeah. garage aren't they but they were really really good like i mean we we've i mean they, they had a song on skate three a while ago so we was just like oh my god like these are on skate three like yeah. no game we played as kids growing up yeah. and that but and listening to some of the music on Spotify and that, it's like it was good, but then you seen it live, a complete different animal, wouldn't they? Like, it was yeah. ridiculously it's good live. professional, like, yeah. really. They'll be doing it for years, like, they know exactly what they're doing. But, like, who else have we played with that we want to shout out? Because uh, Enola Gay. Yeah, that's one, yeah. Enola Gay are ridiculously good. Um, I mean, they're, they're on download this year, aren't they? Like, nice. uh, they're, they're just everywhere at the minute. They're, like, I, I can't even put it to words how good they are live. It's like scary watching a minute. And any funny stories from like behind the scenes of playing with these bands? You know, I've got to ask, haven't you? Oh God! I think I, I always think about I was thinking about this the other day actually, <laughs> Ellis, about um, like left the dial. Like, do you know when we first went? Uh, oh God! Yeah. Like, because like what, what what the festival is? It's like it's the it's the it's like it's like pretty much the entire like city centre of Rotterdam, but they have like a big mm. massive like backstage bit. Um, uh, and basically all the bands can go in there and just completely free bars in like we literally went over and there was a band who used to be signed to this reading called that like, Crunch and they were like top lads but you know a bunch of piss heads like proper like Glaswegian <laughs> piss heads like yeah, and they just went up free the bar, bar yeah. ordered like they literally went you can have in order whatever you want like <laughs> they ordered something like six pints like six shots and then just like like all these different cocktails yeah. and shit and, like yeah, they, 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 were, they, were coming, they were coming yeah. back with like trays with like 12 gin and tonics on and stuff like that all night like, have, they, have they already been day. on have they already played no no that's the thing they haven't <laughs> really? played okay. they were just like uh, but, they, but they go on smashed and be like and still be perfect yeah. and mad like class Never seen anything uh, like it. It was mad though. It was in like this little back room. Like, it was like a uh, basically a club, yeah. and it had all these different bands. And that's where we actually first met, like loose articles and stuff. Like oh, read a yeah, chapter yeah, there. They yeah. were playing it, um, and it was literally it was like proper like, off a movie. Like people smoking inside. Like people just know all these little characters and stuff. And <laughs> I just remember. Yeah, I think it was it was it the lead start. I don't want to drop too many bands in it, but like, do you remember like the lead singer of that Opus King? I didn't really speak to him proper, yeah. but. He, 
I think I think I remember him being about. I don't I don't think I saw him. But he was just he was just smashed, just like yeah. being live. Like he was just he was just sick. That was that was the closest <laughs> thing I've been to like the, the typical like you know rock star like yeah. backroom you know type of experience. Like usually it's pretty boring backstage. Everyone's just sort of sat there on the phones like. Just waiting to play what that was. Yeah, that was like people smoking inside, like yeah, as as you like stereotypical, like. So what? What did y'all get? What did y'all get from the bar? Just half a half a lager, please. Yeah, I just did. Yeah, just a shandy. Yeah, fruit juice. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, Yeah, like when I started RGM, I wanted to like get backstage at festivals because it feels like it's going to be magical but it's just basically a portal and some sandwiches somewhere and a little, yeah, yeah. And a, and a little thing you know it, yeah. it, it's not that magical place that i'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of upset by that a little bit i thought that it might be <laughs> more magic behind it behind the scenes at festivals. yeah Maybe the, it's, 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 it's the european ones just seem mad don't they like yeah they do just seem like completely different level <laughs> yeah it's well, it's class. What have you got coming up then, lads? So um, where are we now? April-ish. I, I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but you know what? Uh, you know we're, we're deep into the year now. We're quite, we're, we're deep into twenty twenty three. What have you got coming up that we can point deaf 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 fans to that are watching this uh, interview today? What what have you got coming up that you can talk about? Yeah, I'm just gonna look at a little calendar now. My <laughs> Fair enough. Got got a little professional calendar like nice. an app here. Um, so yeah, well, obviously RGM Bay of from Sheffield. Yeah, uh, we've got free headline show at Sydney and Matilda. Nice. Bringing over uh, Bleach Boy from Manchester and Bloodworm from Nottingham. Nice. Um, and, and it's going to be a completely free show. I think you can get reserve like a free ticket online. You know, so you get a guarantee because he said like you know if it does get busy, we'll have to turn people away in that. Um, so that's that's one. And then if you're in Northampton, where we're playing with um, a band called Bloody Bath, there's another band we want to shout. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, that's another free show. So we've got a lot of sort of like free stuff. And then, yeah, the, the big one for us is uh, we're playing The Great Escape in Brighton. Oh, um, yeah. Nice. That's a huge one, which, we, which we've got on, like a showcase type yeah. event um, around the festival. So, you know, if there's anyone who's, who's down on that way who wants to come along. Um, or it's just, you know, maybe got a ticket for one of the big bands because obviously it's a big yeah. festival with a few decent headliners and that. Uh, and if you're looking to watch us, that, that's that's somewhere we're going to be this uh, this year. Um, and the rest is just being planned at the moment. But yeah, there's, there's a certain vibe about a band that you know are hungry for it, and I've got the work 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 ethic. And I see that in you guys. And I wish you all the best with everything that you've got coming up from me. Uh, if you're one of them Sheffield people like me, you get yourself to Sydney and Matilda, cracking venue by the way. Shout out to Paul Tufts. Uh, my boy uh, who runs that place and yeah get yourself down to the gig and um, yeah lads really appreciate your time getting to know you today really appreciate it um, is there anything else you want to share with the Deaf 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 fans before we let you crack on with your weekend we're working on a big project big project big project, project. project. Okay. <laughs> well uh, when, when that's all let us know we, we, let me know when you can talk about it and we'll help you share it all over the RGM and that kind of stuff as well brilliant um, yeah, we'll, pay, we'll pay the fee we'll pay the fee do you know a lot of bands do send us a message and say will you do it for no because we're skin and we do we, and we do we do yeah so, so I'll, I'll do it you for free I'll say it here on, on air because you know <laughs> we're not these big villains that charge that's fine that's yeah. perfect you've got, you've got me details Nathan Ellis cheers lads nice to get to know you deaf 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 you heard it here first ladies and gentlemen well not first loads of people know about him um, but we like him we've got loads of time for these lads that are just out there in the world do spend do click on the link within the description of this podcast as well because they are playing live soon We've got a few gigs coming up in Manchester this week so check them out We've got a merch link as well new t-shirts the best way to spot a band is to buy a bit of merch why not and I like the name I like the band name it's cool so ladies and gentlemen thanks for joining us again for another week of this RGM podcast with me Carl Maloney that guy from RGM delve into the archives um Share it with your friends. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a podcast, so word of mouth. If you enjoy what you hear, then share it about for us, will you? Thank you. Really appreciate it. And we appreciate you joining us every week. Thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for another week, I've been Carl Maloney. 
This has been the RGM Experience Podcast. Uh, we'll see you next week, ladies and gentlemen. Toodle-oo. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe and tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support and we'll see you next week.